and I press record. You know we what we never do? What we never we just do? fade into it. We always I always edit right when I press record. It's like that's the beginning. But what True. other podcasts just fade into some good boys talking. That's what Mabim Bam always does. Dude, we should do that. That's so much better. Okay. We're fading fade in. Well how's it going? It's hanging. <laughs> I, I asked Roman how uh, he thought we should start. I was like, what do you want the outline to be for the intro? And he's like, um, he thought for a bit. And he's like, I, you know, we should just be like, yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all that I wanted. Oh, oh, uh, I should say, I'm James Hesketh, and you're listening to... Oh... Very good, George Cast. Uh, classic. Um, I am, of course, your uh, favorite published author. Uh, James William Shakespeare Christian Governor I've returned it it is the bard of no why why do we not do characters on the show did you veto that I I never vetoed it but I'm glad we don't (laughs) I mean to an extent it is and I am sitting next to my uh also, I just had an idea. I can't share it right now, but just know that I had an idea just a second ago. <laughs> How do, I'm concerned. Why are the podcasts like, hey, technical talk, you can just zone out. Why are the little like sprigets, so the bumpets? Yeah, they're normally well, loud. We can listen to it when we get oh, to Oh, true, true. And if, if this. Let's if pause this, it and go back to it. Should we pause hey, it? Te- technical pause. Technical don't, pause. Don't pay Bloop. attention. Bloop. And we're back. And everything seems to be fine. Sounds good. I'd say it's our clearest episode yet. I was plugging the microphone into a bad USB port, evidently, because when I switched the USB port I put it into, now it's clear. The last two episodes have been kind of foggy. You know what I've been thinking about? What do you even think about my friend Roman Brand sitting right next to me in the same room? (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about, remember when we used to have, like... We would listen to the episode and it would just be like, that would just make our day so bad because, like, the sound would be so bad on it. Yeah. We did one little thing wrong. Yeah. Oh, it's just the worst. We spent so much energy doing that. I spent. It drained every every night that we recorded. I could not do a single thing after that. Every night ended with uh, one of us throwing a wine bottle at the other, just screaming yeah. bloody murder. What, what have you done to me, Roman? <laughs> exactly. You've, you've turned me into a monster. You care so much about the fame. and You know, it's George. Oh, it's George <laughs> is doing it to me. So, uh, we've been gone for a bit of time. Uh, I'm not sure how long. Golly, I don't know either. The last episode Maybe I think month. was Halloween, but I think we did it on Thanksgiving. I don't know. I think it's been a month plus. About a month. Um, uh, I have been. 
here's the thing. I, I, I regret every time we say we set a, a standard for ourselves because oh, this is so, so low on either of our pro- sidebar. Uh, one time I was I was uh, facilitating a workshop at Pierce, my old job, doing events, and my boss was sitting in for some of it, and he gave me some pointers afterward. He's like, you did really good, except ever you mess up a word slightly, you go, he's like, you just shouldn't do that, like, so, okay, anyway, sidebar back in. Um... What were you even talking about? Oh, yeah, every time we set a goal. Every time we set a goal, we don't meet it because we don't yeah, it truly just makes care me kind of about hate this. myself a little bit. I don't know. We uh, we were going to have the way, way back out today, actually. But, um, was today our goal? Today was our goal. Oh, man. I don't know. We want to do quality content, and that's why we're doing this right now instead of the way, way back. We want the way, way back to be quality. This is not quality. This is quantity. Well, this isn't the worst no, I'd say I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's like we're we're working on getting there. Thirty percent of our episodes are talking about how bad our episodes are, but um, <laughs> I don't think that's a trait of successful people. Is I don't think when when you see a a, a Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, some might call him the Bard of modern day. I don't know. I haven't really delved into his uh, no. filmography that much. He's a good director these days. Uh, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah. You look in a J.J. A, a Johnston movie, and it, half of the time it's not Captain Kirk saying, uh, like, ha, ha, wow, this movie really sucks, <laughs> wink, wink. Hey, who are the dweebos who made this one? No, they fully engage in it. They say, this is a great movie. Well, he doesn't say I, that either, but we haven't committed to this truly. Yeah. And that is why I think we should both do it, take a blood oath tonight. You know, I'm always down for a good old-fashioned blood oath. I've, I've taken so many that I've lost Dude. quite a bit of blood, though. Your hand, My hand is just permanently You, you basically scarred. just have a cork on your hand that you <laughs> unplug anytime you need a blood oath. Remember uh, in National Treasure 1, not Book of Secrets, uh, when he slits his thumb open and, like, uses it as ink? Oh, that's so... I hated that oh, scene it, so much. It was just like... Why'd you have to cut it so much and, like, rubbing that over top of that thing would hurt so bad? I feel like you could have used something else. Like, why don't you lick it or spit on it? Like, you could use... I don't know. Yeah, it did seem very pointless. It seemed like he just really wanted to split his thumb open, truth be told. Yeah. Maybe he has that in his contract. (laughs) Like, because he also did that in Left Behind. It was super random. I've never seen that. It's not good. Also, did you see the trailer for the new Liam Neeson movie? Yeah, uh, it looks so bad. I am so excited for it. I know. It's oh. a, just a classic Liam Neeson. It really is. I thought he was giving up action movies. That's what he said, at least. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did, and then he didn't get any other offers. <laughs> oh, hush now. He's... He was he was playing commercials as a voiceover. <laughs> uh but this is not called the very, very good Liam cast. No, I mean, you're correct. It I could be wish that. It was. We could talk about Liam Gallagher, uh, Liam from... Liam the, Hemsworth? Liam Hemsworth, Liam from the Harry Styles band. I'm... St- uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. One Direction. Ah, uh, yes. 
Where have you been? What? What's? Where are we at right now? Hey, you guys should send us minutes? a couple good. emails. Remember when people used to send us emails? Yeah, that was fun. Those were the good. Except old days. for it was like three people that sent us emails. Yeah, but we pretended it was more. Yeah, we pretended it was the whole world sending us emails. We had the whole world listening to us, but it was only Cairo, Cairo, Egypt, Egypt. Um, do you want just? Should we just give each other the the two you know minute what spread just, of what our month just, has been? Can I just point something out? Always. We do anything? Yes. I just said Cairo, and then you copied me and said Cairo, and then you said Egypt, and I copied you and said Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> we just repeated each other. I think we do that a lot on the show, or at least I repeat you, like just to br- <laughs> really bring the point home. I don't add anything to it. True. Um. On a, you know, good improv is, the rule of good improv is yes and, but the rule of my improv is yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's at an improv show, it's like, oh, I'm I'm in the farmer's market buying a fish. You are in the farmer's market (laughs) buying a fish. (laughs) I'm the worst. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I'm, what's you doing in there? True. Anyway, uh, what has the last month been like for you? For me? Yeah. Well, recently took up a new hobby. Mm. Doing some good old-fashioned woodworking. Mm. It's pretty fun, pretty relaxing. Uh, I started a new job. Mm. I don't... I think I probably started it by the last yeah, episode. Yeah, probably. I think I had by the last yeah, episode. Yeah, I think we both... I think you just got yours, like, that week. Yeah. Actually... It was my first day of work. <gasps> How exciting is that? Wow. I've what really improved. I'm already the CEO of Children. Yeah. I work at the children. Children's Museum of Tacoma there for less than a month. I get a call. Hey, <gasps> it's President Barack Obama. He says, hey, do you want to be the CEO of Children? I'm like, <laughs> you bet. You betcha. Who wouldn't take that job? What a job. What a job. Although the responsibilities are quite high. Yeah. Heard it. I've heard it takes years lot, of life from the stress level. A lot of... Uh, I'm already bald. Unrelated to the children, <laughs> but I just felt like that would be yeah, a good time exactly. to add that. Anyways, my month's been pretty uneventful, I'm pretty sure. Just working. What about you? Um... Boop. <laughs> Don't boop me. Uh, let me see. Publish a book. <laughs> uh, I'd say that's about it. I don't know. Last month has kind of been days. This has been yeah, a busy. Same. Busy, busy December. Should we just hop right into George? I think so. I feel like this has already been a good intro. We are doing something special, uh, yeah, which is special. which is actually watching the episode. Normally, I just play uh, little little phone trinket games. You know, they have games for your iPhones now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this game called Rider, you drive like a car oh and you gosh. do like flips and stuff. Rider's the first game I have not gotten tired of. Anyways, Same. We have something very special. Oh, before I get to that, since I'm looking at my searches, which are Colin Hanks and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, I got, oh, and I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. There, this is as good time as any to tell you. I have two things I want to tell you, which is one. I'm fairly certain Colin Hanks plays a character at the end of Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I'm 100% certain, almost, let's say 98, it's not listed on IMDb, it's not listed on, 
It's not even listed in the IMDb uncredited credits, which they usually have. It's not listed on Colin Hanks's IMDb. It's nowhere on Google, but they don't have the character listed. So it's not like a different actor is playing him. But why would they why would yeah, they hide Colin really Hanks? Weird. It's not like a cameo. He just it's just a character. It's not like Colin Hanks would be a cool cameo anyway. It's Colin Hanks. Yeah. Anyway. That's so weird. Second, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. We should have an entire podcast about that. Oh, true. Uh, for the listening audience, most of you probably know because it it's mostly my family that listens to this. But it is a just an incredible, incredible made-for-TV movie uh, from 2002. Like Hallmark level, uh, but like way worse than Hallmark. Like Hallmark movies could be compared to like blockbusters like or like high-concept films compared to this. So this is this terrible movie. That is my favorite Christmas movie. It's absolutely wonderful. It stars the Sprouse twins playing one person and um, Corbin Burnson uh, from Psych. Anyway, so it's I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Kid sees his mom kissing Santa Claus and stuff. Anyway, that's not important. In the end, he sets all these traps for Santa. The same director that year made a movie called, from 2002, same year, called The Santa Trap. Which wow. also 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 stars Corbin Burnson, and stars Sonny Carl Davis, who is another one of the stars from I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. So yo, this director had two, and it, it's written by the same person. Dude, this he director, has an obsession. This director's one year just like let's make a movie about trapping Santa, and he was like, mm, no, let's make two movies well, about the trapping first Santa. One wasn't- quite to his specifications so he's like ah let's make another one and have the same people um, yeah. that was just exciting to me those are just the actors that he knew <laughs> if they all grew up in a dorm together <laughs> they all went to college we are watching an actual full-length george movie for you uh curious george a very monkey christmas would you like to read the description you're always much better than i am I'm not much better but sure <clears throat> George and the man in the yellow hat are having a very oh are having a merry time counting down to Christmas, but neither can decide what to give each other. Will they find the answers before Christmas morning? First thoughts on that are that's my first time hearing that. One, it's a monkey, so maybe I don't know, a couple things George I bet would like. One, freedom. Maybe. Two, go home. Uh, three. Maybe some bananas. I was going to say bananas. And uh, second, uh, um, pets don't buy presents for their owners, so I feel like that's a moot point. Also, third. George is a pet. Why is Christmas so much about buying presents in this? Like, they have to find the perfect gift for each other. <laughs> and also, I don't know what number I'm on. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Uh, also, I I just can't. No. There's a picture of George in a Santa hat, and he's so cute. Look oh at that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I need to frame that. Ugh, what a guy. I feel very uh, sorry for interrupting with my giggles, though. No, I didn't know what I was going to say anyways. Uh, you kind of bailed me out. Let's see who this, uh, just go through it. Uh, it's written by Joe Fallon, who I'm a huge fan of. Which ones did he write? Like all of them. I've dunked okay. on him a lot in the past. Yeah, I remember He it. also is a big writer for 
yeah, he's a writer for Arthur. He wrote all like the good Arthur episodes. So yeah, huge fan. Uh, directed by Scott Hemming, whose name I recognize. Yeah, he's done a lot of Curious George before. Um, and has the cast you'd think of. No surprises. So uh, there's no trivia section. It says be the first to add trivia for this title. So we're definitely adding trivia tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's one. <laughs> there's a section on IMDb called Goofs. Airs made by characters. There's one goof. Uh, I'll save that till after we've seen it. It's a okay, goof. Good call. And uh, your Joe Fallon also wrote the soundtrack. Oh, so, nice. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Do you, should we explain what we're gonna do with this episode? I think we just. I think we go into it cold turkey. Hey, I'm a. Hey, listen. <laughs> Since we're doing characters now, you fully signed off and approved of that idea. Uh, gobble, gobble, Lord, so shiver, shiver. It is. You should heat it up in here. That's Who's the that? sketchiest cold turkey <laughs> I've ever heard of. That's a cold turkey going in. Which I don't think. I think cold turkey is when you stop something. I don't think I used that expression right. But. No. But it's all good. It's all good. Anyways, we're just gonna dive in. We're not gonna say what we're gonna do. I think I think we wait till okay. after the break. Sounds good. It's like we we come back. Hey guys, we've kidnapped Joe Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> we have him here. <laughs> anyway, uh, turns out Joe Fallon actually owns a pet monkey. <laughs> turns and out, wears a yellow hat. Turns every out day. Joe Fallon was inside of us the whole time. What? What? I I disappear. I'm a ghost. I've been Joe Fallon the whole time. You've learned your lesson. Oh, big lesson. Do you guys want to pause this? It's Christmas break. Why don't you actually pause it and go watch it? It's probably going to be good. It's It's probably going to be enjoyable. It's an hour of your night. It's an hour of your night. It's going to lift your evening. Just just pause it, okay? Pause the episode. Go watch the uh, movie. Please. It's on Netflix. You won't get that opportunity for much longer. Yeah. And that's not a joke about net neutrality. That's a joke about me hacking into your bank account. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a real thinker. Also, you're not going to get much chance to go back and watch the episode with us because who knows how much longer we're, we're, we're going to be doing We're not going to be here much longer. This. Roman and I... Um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, there's an old-timey prophecy that we read many, many years ago that we would uh, go mad and murder each other on the 31st of December of uh, 2017. And it's kind of a silly prophecy, really, but... But we're both really secretly worried about it. We're both worried, especially since I drank that juice... What? <laughs> Good improv. You go, yes, and you say, yes, what juice? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just a silly guy. I'm pretty exhausted. This is like my fifth meeting of the day. Fifth meeting? I'm just a meeting to you? <laughs> well, I don't know what to call it when I, I don't yeah, want to say, yeah. like... Hangout sesh. Yeah, okay, my fifth hangout sesh of the day. I'm so fun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll be back after the break. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. And we're back. Can you give me another and we're back so there's no... <laughs> no. 
And we're back. Okay, that was just like a little too enthusiastic, though. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm just like, and, I have a really specific okay, vision yeah, for yeah, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay. Of course. And we're back. Okay, why don't you say it, but <laughs> as if... Okay, I want you to picture... You know the scene in the uh, beginning of... Uh, the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, where the kids' house are, like, burning down or whatever, and, uh-huh. like, the Nazis are coming. I want you... Give it to me as if you just went through that. And we're back. That's perfect. That's the that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. And we're back. Okay, um, this might be a little preemptive, but I am about ready to call this... Maybe the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Definitely the best George anything, anything. ever mattered. Ever so made. good. So e- good. Everybody was at the top of their game. I, I, oh I giggled. Gosh, so I laughed. I cried. I, I got a little bit emotional. Now, we did have a very sweet, did watch it a little oh, differently. It's going to be so much more fun. Um, I, good teamwork does not require wow Creed is really licking away at his foot there you gotta do what you gotta do also his eyes are closed his, his whole foot he's is in his mouth on it. <laughs> <laughs> he just started biting his feet dude is he okay yeah he's always done that for some reason <laughs> I don't get it I've never seen a dog do this before Same, it's so weird I feel like I should take a picture or something. So he's just making direct eye contact with us. It makes me kind of uncomfortable. Okay, sorry. Something about teamwork. Anyway. I'm crying. Um, Roman was my eyes and ears, and I was his eyes and ears. Uh, so he was... <laughs> that was the worst way to describe it. <laughs> I'm very tired. It is a late evening. I watched the first half, and he watched the second half. I watched the second half. half. So I don't know what happened in the first half. It sounds kind of buck wild. There was a part near the end where they kind of reviewed the first half, but really briefly. And, okay, was there a tomato tree? Is that what I'm trying to understand? Was there a rhino? I mean... Was there a chair stuck in a tree? That's all buck wild. Yeah, you're you're on track on all those. Let Just, like, before we dive deep into it, what's just, like, your overall impression of the movie? Honestly, it's so good. It's, right? It's like you get lost in it. It's like an actual movie. Now, I'm surprised you're saying that. I thought, man, Roman, he really missed out. I, I was the lucky one because there's no way part one can be as good as part two is. Part two is so good. I think part two probably is more like touching and stuff, but part one was just, it's fully, fully entertaining. So that's where they get the giggles out. Okay. Because this one didn't focus on <laughs> Creed. Uh, this one didn't focus on the uh, the jokes as much. Yeah. Very heartwarming. True. Such a good episode. Or movie, I should say. Um, <laughs> what a goof. Do you want to like, let me know what happened? I'm so into this. Okay, should I just like... Go fully through on. I I took some notes, but not many. Maybe just like the highlights, or just the 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 synopsis, or just basically what happened. I don't know. I just want to know. Like, I just want to feel like I'm there. You know. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. 
Hold on, I'm trying to remember what happened with this note. There was something crazy that happened. Oh, yeah. My first note is just, like, a bunch of random letters typed out. Because there's this one part where the man in the yellow hat was like, do you want to go back and I can help you write your Christmas list? And George was just like, <laughs> and like smacked himself in the face. <laughs> it was so weird. But anyways, I'll just I'll just do a quick run through of it and I'll tell you what like some funny parts that I I'm excited. Remembered. So I have a lot of notes of mostly just things like unintentionally were just so delightful to me, mostly in the uh-huh. background. So I'm I'm pretty pumped. So George wakes up. Just a classic George classic waking up. George Dude, does. they did a different theme, and I really liked it. I think we should watch it. Should, um, I can put it on in maybe post. Maybe We can in a little bit, but... I mean, I can just, like, plug it in right now. Hey. <laughs> and there's, like, a second of it. Like, 30 seconds. 10 nah, seconds. that's all good. I just did. Oh, okay. It's there right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all <laughs> anyways anyways uh so he wakes up with 5 a.m goes into the man with the yellow hat room he's like george it's not christmas yet you keep doing this you've been doing this since thanksgiving and it's still 12 days till christmas and so like so it's like exposition 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 <laughs> and then they go out, they're singing this song, wonderful, wonderful song, we're gonna have to watch that, I want you to see it, it's okay. just like, it's like, wow, this is a musical, cause it like, just hits you by surprise that it's a musical, but then you're like, this is a musical, and here's that song. Are you ready for Christmas day to come, sing it with me, or if you're a monkey, hum. Um, anyways. and it's written by Joe Fallon. What so a great! Good. He must be a fun guy to yeah, have around. Really. Um, what are there pictures of him? But anyways, they're going out. They're looking in a storefront, I believe. By the way, Hunley and the doorman are decorating a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. The next day, they're still decorating the same Christmas tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand that. But anyways, man with the yellow hat says, George, let's go back to the apartment. I can show you how to write a Christmas list. They go back. George is trying to think of what he wants. Yeah. One of his thoughts is, I really want a rhinoceros. Like, that would be such a good pet. But, oh, you can't take those through doors. <laughs> no, you can't. And then he just draws a bunch of shapes and gives them to the man with the yellow hat. Wait, is the man with the yellow hat against the rhino? No, they, they're not oh. talking about it. He's writing oh, this by gonna, himself. I was going to say, I don't really think the man with the yellow hat has an aversion to animal trafficking. But, um, but I just lost my notes. I guess he just got God's notes. Which he just disappeared. Well, how about that? 
Huh. Anyways. Then they're like trying to decide and he just draws a bunch of shapes, gives it to the man with the yellow hat and he's like, oh, what, what is this or something? And he's just like, <laughs> and the man with the yellow hat's like, oh, you're right. I do know what this is. And like pretends like he knows because he's like, well, doesn't want to be a bad dad. But now he doesn't know because it's just a bunch of shapes. So he's stressing about what to get him. And then he. Dude, you got to stop yawning. I was, that was a bur- me suppressing a burp. <laughs> then you stop yawning and I'll stop yawning. <laughs> then he writes down what he needs, he wants for the monkey. And the monkey doesn't understand it. So they're just at crossroads. What does he want? I don't know. But the monkey, I think, decides that he wants a drum or something like that. I can't remember. I think I missed what the man with the yellow hat wants. But the monkey. Then then they go Christmas tree shopping. George knocks over all the Christmas trees because he climbs out on top of one. And it's so passive the way you do that every time <laughs> like lean closer to the mic <laughs> he just scoots it towards me and just stares at me <laughs> I'm sorry I was really interested no, in that it's all, it's all good <laughs> no no I'll here no it's it's all good um, <laughs> have I been doing that for like the last six months? Yes. <laughs> Why did you never say anything? Because I, I don't know. That was the most intense way you've done it. Have you? I've noticed it before. Have you just like when when I do it? Do you just think like I feel like if given the chance, I could kill him? <laughs> yes, exactly. I feel like at some points I could, if it if it came down to my life or his, it would be his life. <laughs> I'll stop doing that. Well, I won't have much opportunity to do it any longer. It's all good. Um, anyways. That's the producer side of me. The performer is like, I don't care, you know? Let's <laughs> let's record in a snowstorm. I don't even give a cow. But uh, the producer is like, James is a lot louder than Roman. So maybe I should just scooch back. That would make, that would be better. That's what I'll do. I don't know. Anyways. Um... George knocks all of these Christmas trees over. It's a mess. <laughs> it's the kid. The what's his name? Joe? Billy? Billy? Yeah. Is it the Yeah, it's Billy. Okay. And he's the one running the place and he's just like so stressed because he's like a super genius kid. The man with the yellow hat asks him if he understands the list. He doesn't. Um He's stressed out. He says something like Oh, when the man with the yellow hat asks him about the list, Joe goes, oh, must be a city kid thing. <laughs> uh. I, I, if, if there was ever a character that I could strangle with my own hands and watch the life blood drain out of them, it would be Billy. Wow, that's intense. Um, I don't hate him that bad. Oh, he's such a, he's a real character that Uh-huh. Fun. He's running a tree farm? Yeah. What? I have so many questions. Just like, how? 
I don't know, man. That's the Christmas movie we deserve. How much neglect did he have that yeah. he ended up in this position? Um, but anyways, George spots the tree that he wants, and he knocks all the trees over, and that tree lands on a chair and gets itself stuck. The chair gets stuck on top of it. They can't get it off. They keep pulling. So they just take the chair home, <laughs> and when he's leaving, the man with the yellow hat goes, Oh, well, <laughs> when have you ever seen a free chair with a Christmas tree or something like that? Like, <laughs> just so weird. He's not He's not adept socially. He's not, like... No. Well, clearly he's not. Yeah. Anyways, then they get home, still Dorman and Hunley decorating tree. <laughs> they pull... There's, like, tinsel wrapped around the tree. It gets hooked on the tree, and they pull it all the way up to their room and, like, start spinning the tree around, and, like, ornaments are falling off, and it's just pretty buck wild. And Hunley's <laughs> stressed Hunley out. Hunley's having a panic yeah, attack. Yeah, and he's, like, trying to pull it back and stuff. Oh. And then they're just, like, uh, Hunley and the door. They get go down there. They see it. The doorman goes, like, Oh no! And the man with the yellow hat says, "Like, oh, we'll help you clean it up. Like, oh, we won't help you pay for the ornaments we just broke, but we'll help you clean it up. No worries." And the doorman just goes, "Like, no, Hunley and I are a pretty good team. Please don't, or whatever." And they go back upstairs, whatever. And they decorate the tree, and they're like, "We can be a good team too. Like, competing with them." And so they decorate the tree, and... They're, like, insecure about their relationship (laughs) together. Then they go out Christmas shopping. They're both by themselves. George goes to the the Italian restaurant, and he's making these things, tomato, tomato snowmen. Okay, well, that's not a thing that ever existed. <laughs> I know. They were, they were just three tomatoes snack, stacked on top of each other with leaves as arms. And okay. Like, you, yeah. you can't just stack three foods on top of each other and call it a snow... Hey, look at my bread and meat snowman. Yeah, that's a sandwich. <laughs> so... Then George, and the guy's like, oh, the man with the yellow hat loves these. So George draws a picture of him and is like, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to whip some of these things up. That's going to be the perfect surprise, best Christmas present ever. Goes home, just gets tomatoes out, starts making a mess, like squishing them, accidentally refilling the one he squished with ketchup. And like, I don't know, it's just weird. And then, Jesus, George, that's not what you do. I know, it was pretty wild. Then the man with the yellow hat comes home and he's like, what, have you been trying to make your own homemade ketchup or something? No, first he walks into the door in the room and says, George, are you home? Like, that's your pet monkey. Like, watch out for that guy. <laughs> know where he is, gosh. Um, But then... He's just like, oh, this would have been such a good gift. You're right, George. Too bad you made a mess. And I think that kind of wrapped up my 
my first half. If if your toddler, which I'm just gonna say George is like Matthew Elhat's toddler, if your toddler <laughs> tries to make you something for Christmas, you love and cherish that. You don't say, "Well, that." W- Hey, I see what you're going at with this painting. Like, I, I, I really see what you're trying to do, but just, like, like this it would have been better if it was proficient. Like, this turkey hand is, like, okay, but, like, you could have made it have a you beak. It, you did. I'm just going to give you some notes. You can go back. And he's essentially saying, like, well, I want a different Christmas present. Yeah. Also, it would be like the Matthew hat, the blandest man ever, to love three tomatoes stacked on top of each other. <laughs> They okay. had like some white filling or something like that. It just looked gross, but um, take did it away. You? Okay. Well, I was hoping you would have a scene with Professor Wiseman because my oh, scene started. Okay, can you finish off there? Because my scene started in the middle. Okay, my scene starts and the professor and it's the snow machine. They're both. They're all sitting in a bunch of snow. Okay, so the they the go there because he's hoping that she can make sense of his list she's like i'm a genius of course i can make sense with it she says that like three times in the movie (laughs) they're really trying to get that across that she's a genius but so they go there and she's like trying to trick george into telling her what he wants like oh if only there was someone here that who told me what this meant like and george just points at the man with the yellow hat and is like he knows (laughs) (laughs) um but then george sees the snowmaker sees the snowmaker he's like oh what would be better is if we turn this thing all the way up and so they turned it all the way up and it snow pile that is i would not have predicted that as the beginning um I'm already such a fan. I gotta go rewatch and go start and rewatch the beginning. I have a couple questions. Right when it starts, George leaves, runs away, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I know what I'm gonna make. I'll make the man feel yeah, hot." I snow machine. That part. And they say, "Why don't we run this through an international translator?" Do they have a translator in the museum that can translate monkeys? Yeah, shapes. And the next scene. The next scene is just them sitting outside of the museum, and the museum is, like, on fire, and they're like... Well, because they were trying to translate his list, which is just a bunch of shapes. So the machine tried to translate yeah, the list and, and set blew the museum up. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, there's so much I want. I don't even... Oh, my gosh. Okay. George makes a uh, snow machine, and the man with the yellow hat was, like... He comes in, looks at it, and it kind of falls apart. And he's like, oh, that would have been a really good present. Which is like, part two. Yeah. What the heck, dude? Your toddler is just trying to make you something. Also, I saw that scene, and that thing was impressive. It was super. I couldn't make that. No. Um, uh, then they're doing Christmas errands. It's kind of showing them through the days, just doing their different Christmas stuff. Uh, and they're doing Christmas cards together, which is really precious. The man with the signs his name, and then George signs his paw, uh-huh. like puts his paw down, and uh, or hand, I don't know if paw is the right word. Yeah. They're going Christmas shopping, and I wanted to point this out. George has to carry the turkey, which is much larger than him and much heavier than him. And I'm like, what it, I, it just made me think about, first of all, that's redonkulous. I can hardly carry a turkey yeah. with my weak arms. George definitely can't carry a turkey. What are you doing with the math? You have a cart. 
Uh, but second, what if we had food? We had a dinner, and like what we were eating was like bigger than us. Like, what if we just had like on the dinner table like a cow, like yeah, bigger than like a human, a like a full cow? I guess the closest thing I can think of are like pig roasts. But even those aren't bigger than. Like us. I'm sure in different cultures they have large meats cooked. But I'm thinking how buck wild is that for George? Like True. this is bigger than me. Anyway. Uh, and anything they eat is like that, pretty much, for them. Uh, I wrote down in my notes the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's This is good. There's nothing more I can say. I mean, I, I know we should be dunking on it, but... One one thing I do really want to dunk on. Yes. I hate the man with the yellow hat in this one more than I've hated him in a lot. Except for during the song, I did like him in the song. Really? Because he really gets good near the end. Well, here's the thing. He lets George buy him a gift. Like, he's okay. Like, yeah, you can buy me a gift, but George has no money, so George is trying to make all these things, and the guy keeps like, oh, that would have been a good present. (laughs) Yeah, he's a real... That's so terrible. He's a real uh, dweebazoid in this, I will say. Uh yeah. Come on, dude. That's really messed up. What? Well, what can we expect from a man who built his life around kidnapping a monkey? Very, very true. Um, man, I should have ran notes for what was actually happening instead of just the quotes that I liked. But, uh, so what he keeps calling the professor, and the professor is like, uh, you should just follow him tomorrow. And then you'll be able to, like, maybe you'll be able to find something. Uh, that he likes. <clears throat> and before this, they've just been doing different Christmas errands, kind of. And, uh-huh. uh, oh, simultaneously, the little, the city kids, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, what are their names? Are. Betsy, I think. The two kids with the ben. dog. Yeah. She's trying to make a Christmas song for her oh, aunt. For her mom. Or create aunt. something for her aunt. But there's no song she can think of, so she keeps trying yeah. to write a new one. And... <laughs> Okay, this legitimately gave me a really good laugh. The uh, the boy, who I'm typically not a fan of, he's like, I wrote a new Christmas carol. He's like, do fish know... Wait, wait, wait. I got a song. Do fish know when it is Christmas? Do fish know when it is Christmas? Do fish know when it is Christmas? Or are they confused? The man with the yellow hat, George, walks into a toy store. The man with the, So George is trying to follow the man with the yellow hat, but mm-hmm. the man with the yellow hat is trying to follow George. So they're both, like, trying to follow each other. George walks into a toy store, and the man with the yellow hat just yells in the street, My problems are solved! And I'm like, it, it, it made me laugh for so long because all his problems are not solved. He has so much unpacked tra- trauma he needs to unpack. Yeah. And he's living an unexamined life. He has so many problems. Oh, His for problems sure. are not solved. You're stalking a monkey in the street, <laughs> dude. He, uh, it makes for a very, I'm going to say, delightful scene. Uh, George and the man with the yellow hat and Toy Store both, like, trying to find each other, but both trying to hide from the other person. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so good. It's it's, it's one of those good old goofs. George knocking things over. The man with the yellow hat turns his head, but George is already gone. 
and then they uh, they both act super awkward when he, they find each other, and the, and the man has like, oh, <laughs> what, what are the coincidences, what are the odds that we'd both go to the same store? <laughs> Alrighty, well, well, let's go. And, like, they part ways, and then they both, like, try to follow each other for the rest oh of the day. Oh, my God. Um, oh, that sounds so good. Uh, then it kind of cuts forward to the uh, <sighs> Christmas pageant, and the pageant is starting. It's a really weird group of people that are in the pageant. It's basically just, like, people from the show, but it's that random thing where it's, like, a couple kids and a couple adults. It's, like... Why are you... Yeah. Why? And, uh... The... They, they're starting the pageant, and they haven't decided what songs they're gonna do yet. Because she hasn't written her song yet. And they're like, so what um, song did you pit, write, uh, Betty? And she's like, I haven't written it yet. And, like, everyone's there, everyone's in costumes, and they're about to go out. They're like, oh, well. And then they're, uh... She's like, there's, all the Christmas songs have been done. And then she realizes, except a Christmas song about a monkey... So she writes a Christmas song about a monkey, and they do a Christmas song about a monkey, and it's so good. I got to show it to I want to listen to that. But one thing that really frustrated me is that they've they've never sung the song before, but they have, like, choreographed dances to it. Like, they have, like, chore- they, they all know how to do it perfectly. <laughs> of they course. have, like, choreographed yeah. motions for the song. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and then Matthew Yohat goes home. And uh, George is like, I know what I'll get for him. And then George goes off and starts doing his thing. And the Malfiel hat, uh, he uh, he has a dream, and it's like it's a wonderful life type situation where, like this uh, old like ghost of time, uh-huh. takes him. Wow, we are both falling asleep. You look. Oh, I'm so jealous that you get to sleep here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, I have like an hour drive home. Uh, the Malfiel hat. Ghost of Time, what was it? Oh, yeah. Ghost of Time takes him through different situations with George, where George would be... <laughs> of, if George had different owners. <laughs> oh, my God. Because Man of the Old Hat thinks that George would be happier. <laughs> and this is just one of my favorite TV scenes ever, probably. So they go through if uh, the doorman owned George, uh-huh. and George has, like, a little door uniform, and he's named Monkley. <laughs> it's like... Monkley is cleaning up everything and the man with the yellow hat is moving out he's like thank you Monkley and Monkley is like sweeping up and uh, a, a woman comes in wearing like a full yellow dress and bonnet and all that and she's like sneezing and they're leaving and he's like man I'm really gonna miss Monkley it's so sad that you have to leave because you're allergic to monkeys and then man with the yellow hat observes he's like oh, allergic to monkeys what a shame. <laughs> and he's like, George is happier with uh, the doorman. And then George starts, like, going all crazy and, like, running around all wild. And the man is like, no, he's not happy being neat. He's still George. And then they go to George if he were a scientist owned by Wiseman. And this is the best thing that ever has happened in A Curious George. Scientist George has glasses. And the way he talks is like George, but... Can you just, like, give us a George, like, a Ray, you are like... Like... <laughs> yeah, but Science George is like... <laughs> He's, like, doing... But, like... <laughs> He's, like... And he's, like, made all these giant discoveries, and he's, like, the smartest person ever. And then 
course. But, like, when the Professor Wiseman leaves, he takes off his lab coat and, like, jumps over and, like, starts climbing on the dinosaurs because, like, you know, yeah, he's not really happy George there. Still. And then at the, uh, uh, they do it if uh, the uh, spaghetti guy, you know, the very, uh-huh. the stereotype. Uh, actually, wait, his name is Paschetti, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, if uh, he uh, owns George, and George has, like, a little mustache, just like... Oh my gosh. Ultimately, he realizes that uh, George is happiest with him. And, uh, oh, that's what he tells himself at night. <laughs> that's, that's what his dream George is happiest in the jungle with his family. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's no iteration where it's like, let's see what happened if you left George where he's supposed <laughs> to be. Um, They're trying to avoid that. Uh and then in the dream, the man with the yellow hat sees the toy store and realizes that the shapes are the toys from the toy store and then runs to the toy store, uh-huh. The wakes up and runs to the toy store and uh, and then it's like closing and he's like, no, 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 I gotta get in, please. And the guy's like, sorry, I'm going to visit my sister and if I don't close it exactly at seven, it will, uh, I'll miss the train. And then the guy from the dream walks up, the like ghost of time. He's like, "Your your your clock is wrong. My watch is always right." And then the guy's like, "Oh, it is wrong. Come in. You still have ten more minutes." And then it's Christmas morning, and um, the uh, George, what George has made for the man with the yellow hat, is like he he gives him some wrapping paper, and the man with the yellow hat is like. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, George. I can use this for so much stuff. And George is like, no, you idiot, unroll it. And then they unroll it, and it's this huge spool of drawings of everything they did throughout the Christmas season with, like, these really intricate drawings. And the man they the hat is so happy. And then uh, they uh, open George's presents, and George is so happy. It's all the toys he won. Oh, wow, that was a roller coaster. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. How How crazy is it? That right in time for Christmas, we have our first sincere episode. Our first earnest attempt it's at so this. It's so good. So good. I mean, just like you and I. I know. It's wild. I, George talking like a scientist is the funniest thing to me. That's so great. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm finna go I'm sleep. beat. I say we wrap this bad boy up. Um... How do you want to finish this? Should we? Oh, uh, the way let's let's talk about the way way back. Update on that. Okay. That was a podcast we were supposed to release today, but uh, as we said earlier, honestly, we just haven't had any time to do it. We're trying to make it our best. We're trying to make it product. actually good. So uh, you can look for that in January. Yeah. It'll be fun. We have recorded a bit of work on more, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Just have a lovely, lovely Merry Christmas or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, if you don't celebrate Christmas. Boxing Day. Boxing Day is what I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm being sincere on microphone. <laughs> being sincere on microphone. No, I'm being sincere on a microphone for the first yeah. time in my life. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling warm yeah. and Christmassy. Same. Well, I love you, man. Merry love Christmas you to you. I love all you guys, too. All my fans. All my fans. All ten of you. Mm, probably six. Oh well, well. It's all good. That's 
more than anything, that's not really... Yeah, uh, but those six fans won't know that the other four don't exist. True. Hey. Bro. All one million of (laughs) Um, you. (laughs) I, uh... I don't know what words to say. My brain is just, like, shutting down at this moment. Yeah. Um, have a very happy holidays. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back for uh, at least one more. Yeah, this isn't the end quite yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it a doozy. We're thinking about continuing it, of, like, just doing an episode yeah. every now and again. But we're um, not going to make any promises because, promise like we sure. said earlier, we make them and then we fail to keep them in it just makes it a whole big mess for us just like my first marriage yeah in the future i'm just predicting it (laughs) calling it now um yeah thank you guys yeah it's been it's been a very uh good george cast it's it's not (laughs) should have ended on that i was gonna say this this has not been so much our commentary on the philosophy as george as it has just as it has been like a straight recap but recap yeah. shows sometimes. Yeah, fun. and you know we goofed on it. We, goofed. we the first twenty minutes weren't we weren't even talking about George. <sighs> I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. You want to finish it up with our famous ending slogan? Uh huh. Twas the night before, a couple days before Christmas, and our podcast was pumping with blood and cheer and James is looking at me so intensely (laughs) and that's what Christmas is all about That's a wrap. And it's almost a full hour. Hot dog. Nice. We always kind of end on a good time. I'd say so. I'm so tired. Me too. Where's my phone? Who knows? Oh, I'm sitting on it. What time are you getting up tomorrow? Ooh, I got a Snapchat from Maddie. I have to leave at about 6.45. (laughs) Roman, look at this Snapchat. Oh, God, 6.45, that sounds terrible. (laughs) Uh, I'm supposed to leave at 6.45 every day, but I'm always late, and tomorrow we have a Christmas breakfast. At work? No, we're go- we're meeting at a restaurant. Well, that sounds good though. You get some of that hot cocoa in the morning, dude, or some hot coffee or anything. Hot cocoa from like a Denny's, where it's like there's such good whipped cream, but it's such. Oh. We're going to a place called Cars. Oh, Lord, that smells. Apparently, it's really good. It's Seventeen minutes away, so yeah, six forty-five. You get a remote in your hand. Are you? Have you been watching TV? Have you been watching TV? Creed, answer me. 
Why is he so comfortable with me just laying on him? I don't know. Sometimes, like, I lay down on my bed and yeah. I'll be, like, super aggressive about it and, like, lay on top of him so he'll move. Yeah. Because he doesn't listen to me. And he'll just stay there. And it's like, <laughs> you're so uncomfortable. I'm laying on top of your leg. He's so I'm much just... better at that than Lola. Yeah. Also, I should probably end the recording. Is it still going? Yeah. Keep uh, all of that in it. <laughs>